Greetings, everyone. It's For The Record, episode number 80. Eight, zero. 20 more and we break 100. But I really didn't need to explain that. All right. Um, one piece of news that I just want to share and get out of the way really quickly because I'm so excited right now. The It trailer. It was the Stephen King book about the clown that terrorizes the uh the kids in that neighborhood um and kind of follows them all throughout their life the new trailer uh dropped this morning and fuck it looks so good i'm so excited i haven't been this excited for a horror film since the conjuring came out a couple years ago um oh my god this looks amazing i'm so stoked on this it looks perfect and everything that um, if there's any movie nerds out there, Tim Curry was awesome as Pennywise, the clown, like was incredible. I still feel like the original, well, not the movie, the two-part miniseries, whatever, it, whatever it was that was on TV many years ago. It just, I feel like it didn't hold up. Um, but this looks incredible. Ah, September can't get here faster enough. All right, I'm done gigging out. I just wanted to get that off, um, off of my chest really quickly and just say that. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, trailer will be up today at shamelesspromo.net. All right, um, we have a new sponsor for this episode, and I'm really excited because this is something that goes, not that Audible doesn't. Audible is, uh, awesome and it's been great because uh we've been reviewing books and we've got some more literary types of coverage that are coming uh but the site was uh based in music originally um and this is kind of where we started and today's episode was sponsored by um our new uh our new sponsor vinyl me please vinyl me please is the best damn record of the month club you subscribe, and each month you'll receive one album that is essential to the modern-day record collection. Each record is exclusively pressed for Vinyl Me Please, with features you can't get anywhere else. Bonus tracks, inserts, colored variants, and each record comes with a 12x12-inch album-inspired art print and a custom cocktail recipe, which is pretty damn cool. To sign up, visit joinvmp.com slash for the record. Could make it easier enough joinvmp.com slash for the record all right today's guest um is ryan myers the mind behind figure eight an alternative rock project reminiscent of 90s emo and that that kind of punk tone music um that the scene has been built on over the past several years uh, myers and i spoke a little while back we've been holding this episode just because we've had so many that were uh kind of time sensitive had to get kind of kind of um get posted uh, a little bit earlier um just because people had shows coming up and things that had to be up in a in a certain period of time so i'm excited that we get to that i get to finally share this one with everyone um but myers and i spoke about a number of topics including uh figure eight's new ep forever which was released on february 10th so without further ado here is episode number 80 of for the record with ryan myers of figure eight enjoy
thank you for um excuse me thank you again for rearranging the time i know that that was that was a little bit confusing i've been my schedule's been so thrown around lately but i'm super stoked to talk with you finally yeah definitely no problem dude yeah man um, well, I guess the first thing I want to say just right off the bat is congratulations on the Forever EP. Um, I know it released uh, a couple weeks ago, so I mean, the, I, I mean, how did, how did it feel to finally, this is a pretty basic question, but how did it feel to finally just get it out there and, and just finally have what you've been working on out in the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, it felt, it felt good. It, this time around we only this is like our second ep pretty much Mm -hmm. and this this time around we definitely had a lot more planning involved with it which is cool uh and so basically i had been working on the songs for like up to like a year so it was cool to finally get them out but they definitely feel a little old to me now but it's definitely cool to finally have them you know out in the world but yeah yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, it's it's that weird feeling of something can be completely new to an audience, and then you go up and you play, and they've, it, it's like, the, it's their first time hearing it, but it's like your 50 millionth time hearing it, and you're like, okay, yeah. this is cool, let's let's move on to the next thing. I mean, are you at all, when you when you get to that point, are you, do you all kind of get stir crazy to release new material, or um, do you, I mean, I, I guess what, I guess what's kind of the the process for recharging after a release uh, a, a release and when you put something out and you're kind of like okay cool we did it now we have to oh man we have to go tour it now we have to <laughs> play it over and yeah. over again <laughs> um well I, it's funny because like i don't know I, I guess i'm kind of used to it though because i'm not like too bored with songs but like i'm definitely like you know okay like i it's been a while like it's 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 definitely not you know, fresh, I guess, like, you know, it, it feels like it should be, but it's definitely still fun to, like, you know, go out and tour and play the songs, you know, for, like, the first time to people who are hearing it for the first time, you know? But I definitely, uh, like, as of right now, I, I have tons of, like, demos of new songs that uh, it, I've already have written, but probably won't be anywhere near released in... Till like another year, you know. So yeah, it's kind of funny the contrast. Yeah, but yeah. for sure. Well, when when you're working on music like this, which is, I guess, I, I mean, there's there's a number of terms you can use to describe it. There's, I mean, there's punk, there's alternative, there's rock. There, I mean, there, there's a number there's a number of different terms that any music journalist will come up with um, when you're doing it. But given that when when any song is really from a punk background, it kind of just, uh, from what I've seen with other songwriters, is that it'll just kind of start with, it starts with a few chords. It's not super complex in structure in the way that like a progressive artist or like pro- like progressive rock music would be where there's all sorts of different layers and stuff. Like what is, I guess, what's your way in terms of, um, what was your process like in terms of tackling some of the songs that were on forever? Cause you said you worked on it. It was about a year that this, that it took for the songs to kind of come, come to life and come to, to fruition. Um, I, I guess, tell me a little bit about your process in terms of putting together the songs for forever. Um, it was kind of for this EP. Um, I definitely was trying to, I don't know if I was trying to, but I, I kind of like songs that, uh, 
use not that many chords, but you don't realize it, you know? Yeah. Or songs that are like only two and a half minutes, but you think it's actually longer, like you don't realize it because it's like, uh, for one reason or, or another, it just seems like it's longer than two minutes, but it like packs everything in there uh, within that time. So I guess, and it's funny because I guess like I wasn't really thinking about too hard to do that but it was definitely in the back of my mind to for this ep to kind of have songs like that um and then at the at the end of the uh you know recording process i kind of and like when i was it's basically the band is uh i write all the songs um and i have a band that plays with me so i i always have to like teach them after <laughs> after all the songs are written yeah how to play the songs so like, and then I realized like, oh shit, these songs are kind of, are kind of simple. But I, I like that though when it's like simple, but uh, it doesn't seem like it. But it still like gives you the you know packs a punch. So I guess that kind of relates back to the punk genre. Um, but I don't really know. I don't really know how to classify the genre that we play either. Though it's very, it's yeah, it's definitely hard to put a finger on it but definitely punk influenced. Definitely. I mean, this this is, I always try to avoid this question, but I also try to go with the conversation and what, what it, I guess, what the conversation asked for in the moment of it. But this is the most over-asked question probably in music journalism. Who are some <laughs> of your influences when you were starting out the band? Yeah. Um, I guess in terms of like, what were some of the bands that you maybe, I mean, everybody kind of starts with, with a model when they are when they're starting it out before it evolves into their own thing. I, I guess when you said, "Hey, I want to start this. I want to start this project, and I want it to kind of go for a sound like this." Who were, I guess, who were some of the bands that were kind of in your head when you were kind of like, maybe it could be kind of like this or like this. Um, I feel <clears throat> I feel like that's kind of a hard question because you're saying like when the band started, what kind of bands was I like listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because I feel like, uh, uh, this is the first band that I kind of wanted to just be the guy who, be the sole guy who writes all the songs, uh, so I kind of had, like, that idea of a band in my head for a while, but, I don't know, I feel like I was listening to, like, I, I don't know, like, stories so far, like, bands like that, um, I really, I really can't, it's hard to, like, think of it all at once, but, uh, just, um, like, the Get Up Kids, too, uh, who else is a big, uh, influence, I'm trying to think, um, oh, like, Title Fight, of course, and just, you know, other bands like that, I guess, yeah. is kind of the way I want to take this band, but, yeah. Definitely, um, I guess well the next question that I had going off of something that you were that you were saying earlier was um, about the the way that you kind of have this project set up where you write everything you play everything and then you teach it to a band um, a lot of people I mean you see a lot of pop punk or punk rock alternative bands but you don't ever really see like the solo project aspect of it. Where did you get the idea to do that? I mean, what was kind of the thing that maybe triggered that idea of, you know what, I want to try it this way rather than what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Um, I think, I think this probably would 
go back to like when I was in middle school, like my favorite band was Say Anything. And, oh yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah, like the guy from Say Anything is is kind of like the guy who writes all the songs and uh, has a a live band too, I guess. So that was kind of, I guess that was kind of kind of relates to your last question too. Is kind of like an influence of. Uh, I, I kind of first realized, like, oh, like you can, you can be like one guy and still have a band and and write all the songs. And also, I feel like it's a little bit of me being like, uh, like a perfectionist a little bit and uh, overly, what's the word, like OCD about things. I guess so. Yeah. I kind of like to do it, like write all the stuff myself. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely, the only thing is, like, yeah, when I teach it to, like, the band, it's definitely always going to be different because it's obviously not me playing all the instruments at the same time live. Uh, but I definitely, you know, I like how it's, how it's able to, like, you know, everybody in the band can give it their own feel live rather than it's just, like, all my ideas, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's you put your you basically put your your identity into it and then you have a bunch of other people putting small little like smaller influences into it and and really yeah. putting yeah. their own I, I guess their own little touch on it but it's still your own thing completely if that uh, yeah yeah um <laughs> when you i mean given that it's a project where you're kind of in charge of everything on the music side of things when you're writing it and recording it do you feel that there's maybe more pressure on your side or does it make you feel more relaxed that you're more in control i know i know that songwriters there's different um people feel different things some people need to feel that pressure some people are kind of like no i'm in control of everything i feel more um relaxed about this and it'll be it'll work itself out yeah it's it's kind of a little bit of both because uh it feels a little bit like more pressure because um I feel like in a normal band, everybody who like contributes to the writing process like has ideas, and not everybody is writing. I mean, not one person is writing like for an album. Let's just say, not one person is writing all eleven songs. So, like with a real with a normal band, it's kind of like a contribution. So, I feel a little pressure in that aspect that I have to like you know write a ton of songs for yeah. every release, I guess, or at least. For an album, it'd be like a lot of songs to write on my own, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it, it, but then it's also kind of like it's also kind of relaxed because it's, you know I, I can kind of make the calls, I guess, with the uh, you know the arrangement and and in the recording process too and stuff like that. So it's, it's a little bit of both, but it's definitely I definitely like to write songs where there's no like pressure to you know, put something out really quickly or, like, when there's, like, a deadline, it's definitely more stressful, of course, but I, I feel like it's it's kind of complicated uh, the way I'm answering this question, but, like, I feel like it's easier to write when, for me, it's easier to write when there's no pressure, but then also I feel like I, I get things done when there's, you know, a deadline involved, which is kind of more productive but yeah yeah it's like there's not too much of like an an overshadowing force but having a deadline or like a um like some kind of like 
kick in the back is kind of like a okay yeah. cool let's it, it, it kind of it keeps you on track a little bit but at the same time that's just I mean there's deadlines really with anything um and or with it with any kind of music project that is that you're trying to obviously release that into the world and do things like that so yeah, yeah. so I, I completely hear you where you're coming from that I mean that makes that makes perfect sense um in terms of I, I guess let's go back a little bit to when you did you have a band when you started playing songs to so something like on the August EP that you put out in uh, 2015 when you had that was there and you were like I want to do live shows did you have a band first was it a solo thing at first were you like I, I guess kind of how did how did it evolve into the the full band thing or was that always it from the beginning um back then I did have a band live but it was it was me basically like I asked a few friends to play with me. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't anything like too, I guess serious or it was kind of like hard to, you know, get my friends to like want to be able to play like a bunch. So, and then also, you know, they kind of left for college at one point. So I, I it was kind of, it was kind of, and then I played some solo shows too back in those days a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anything too solidified at that point, but it definitely uh, it definitely was like I wanna I definitely wanted to start being start the project as a band, not like I don't want it to seem like a solo project, you know what I mean? So it like our first show we played as a full band and a three piece and that was before we even released the first EP. Uh, so I, yeah, I definitely wanted it to be like a full band from the start rather than just seem like a solo project, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, it's another another band that I just thought of when we were talking about all this is kind of, that I guess falls into this category would be a band like the Foo Fighters where it's Dave Grohl, who's the guy that's in charge of everything, but it's still a band <laughs> and there's still a, yeah, a yeah. process to it, yet he's still the one that kind of writes everything and um, is the more the driving force behind it. So, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. It's just, this is, I, I ask these questions, I guess, to kind of get an idea of the evolution of the band and, and how you guys um, yeah, kind of grew and got to where you are now. Um, do you guys, and uh, obviously no pressure with this, I don't want to um, be like, oh, make you think about like upcoming projects and things like that because you just put the CP out. Do you guys have any ideas for? Do you have any ideas for like an album in the works or a full length or anything like that, or is that still kind of a, I guess, more of a, a, a dream project at this moment? Um. Well, it's definitely it's definitely in in the works a little bit because uh, I'm definitely trying to plan ahead. Um. I'm definitely. I wanted to. I actually wanted to put out this forever EP. I wanted to put it out last year in like October, but. It got pushed way back until you know February, so and I was plan I was trying to have a full length out this year, but it seems like now that might be happening next year. Um, I the thing is, yeah, I do want to try to. I've been thinking about it. Like I'm trying to write songs and demo the rest of this year, some ideas out, and you know, put things together for uh, hopefully being able to record later this year. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, out there as a, as a thing that's going to happen. Uh, cause you know, of course, um, 
of course, every band like want is you know wants to put out an album at some point or like a debut album. So yeah, it's definitely that's been a thing that I've been thinking about for a while. So. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I mean, kind of like you said, every band wants to do it. It, 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 I mean, it also kind of marks that milestone. It's like we, you, yeah, you got the full volume and it's, it's, it's almost like a, a, a completion of a chapter in that weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said that there was a delay with putting out the album. It was supposed to come out last year. What was the, was the delay, uh, on the production side of things? Was it on the songwriting or, um, act of God was it like I, I guess what was what was it that held up the um, the release and got it pushed to February? Um, it was a few things. Uh, one was the recording process. Uh, I started the recording process in like June of last year, and my whole thing was like I'm gonna get into the studio. I'm gonna do it in like two three weeks. Get it done. Like I know. Like I'm gonna have everything done in three weeks, and then we'll be able to you know move on with the other processes and it ended up taking because of just you know being busy and not having all the parts there uh written actually (laughs) it took until like september or october i think and then so after that we uh we had to um we contacted people for promotional things and that took a few a few months to get going and then it's finally we finally like had to settle on a release date for like february and it was kind of kind of bummer that it came out so late but it's definitely i definitely i definitely appreciate it more because i'd I'd rather have it planned out and stuff rather than having it come out and you know not be ready to come out you know what i mean like not the right you know promotion behind it i guess or right way of putting it out so that's pretty much why for sure um all right perfect uh the uh, these will be the last couple questions i ask um i give this preface just because they're they're a bit broader of questions but they allow more open-ended answers if that makes sense (laughs) um (laughs) but so the the first question is um, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to the songs on Forever? Like a, a message? What kind of message from the EP? Yeah, like a message or a feeling, or I, I guess, I guess, what do you, what do you want people to walk away with after listening to the EP? Um, that's kind of, you know, what I, it's kind of hard because somebody asked me that one time too and i'm trying to think uh i i don't know i don't know if there's any specific message that i would want people to uh walk away with it from but i just i guess like whatever you whatever you get from it like whatever you feel from it is is what you should feel about it if that makes sense like you know i I like it to be like subjective i guess in a way um yeah i don't think there's any too much thought behind like a a message in this EP for people to get out of, but, uh, yeah, I just, I like people to just, you know, um, get whatever they, get whatever they can out of it, and, and if they do, and if they don't, that's cool, either way. Perfect, um, and lastly, what does music mean to you, and this is music in general, as a, uh, just 
it can be music you listen to, music you play. It, it just 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 the idea and the and the act of of it, if that makes sense. Um, hmm, let me think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I uh, I give the preface because it's like a one of the oh shit, this is a bigger question. <laughs> I I don't know. I I feel like I still don't know what it means to me. Uh, because I feel like. I can't live without it. It's like one of those things you can't live without, but you can't... It's hard to live with and without, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I guess being, like, somebody who wants to do this as a as a career. Uh, so, I don't know. It's kind of weird because, I, obviously, I love music, but it's also, like, my life is uh, it's definitely dictated by it a little bit because, like, you know, if I'm not doing music as a career, it's like I would feel... I would feel like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? And, but if, uh, you know, that I'm trying to pursue it, uh, it, it definitely feels like, like, wow, like, I feel like my life could be, uh, something else, or if, you know, if that makes sense, uh, but it's definitely, you know, either way, it's definitely like, I, I feel like I'm listening to music 24-7, like, all the time, like, no yeah. matter what, or even <laughs> just, like, it's, it's in my head, like, I'm humming a song in my head, or, or think of a song, uh, so it's definitely like definitely one of the cooler things in life, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I don't know. I think it's a powerful thing, and I think it's cool that it brings people together, and it's cool that it you know it can you know you could do cool things with it, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, lastly, where can people find you online and where can they go uh, get a copy of the Forever EP? Um, you can get it basically anywhere, I think. Um, you know, Bandcamp, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Amazon, I think. Um, we don't have physical copies, but you can get a digital download if cool. you want or just stream it on Spotify or Apple Music. Um, yeah. All right, man. Uh, Ryan, it was such a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, looking forward to having everyone check this out when it goes up, and uh, we will uh, we'll push this hard. Uh, thank you again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome, man. All right, I'll, t- uh, I'll talk to you later, and I'll send this over when it's ready to go. Okay. Cool. Take yeah. care. Thanks.